0: Hello ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond, my name is Harlan, welcome back to the Overachievers Podcast, episode 16, stop, you violated the law, today joining me is one of my absolute best friends who I've known for, at this point, I think more than two decades, which makes me feel absolutely ancient, Uh, please, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between, help me welcome one of my best friends, Roman,
1: hey, good to be here.
0: For the second time.
1: For the second time, yes. Hopefully, uh, this one actually makes it to the final cut.
0: <laughs> yeah. For behind-the-scenes info, uh, we did record this a few months ago, actually, but then something happened with the recording and it got lost on someone's end, I'm not gonna say who, uh, and then I moved to Korea, I was busy for months, Roman was busy for months, so, here we are again.
1: Here we are again. Second time's a charm, so, Hopefully.
0: <sighs> hopefully. Uh, So, Roman, what game will you be discussing with us today?
1: Today we'll be talking about The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. It's a good game. It's a good game. Some would say one of the best games. I would certainly say that.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. For anyone who has, for some reason, not played Oblivion or doesn't know what The Elder Scrolls series is, could you give us a brief description of what Oblivion is?
1: Yeah, it's uh, like a medieval, like fantasy, like RPG, but like true RPG, like where it's just you role-playing, whichever character you want to make, um, traveling through uh, this vast open world where your choices have very real consequences, which is pretty cool. Like you can get arrested for stealing a grape. Uh, the guards will murder you for stealing a grape if you choose to run. <laughs> right? Like it's, it's, it's wild in that sense. There's a lot of freedom, which I like. I feel like that's probably the most free game I've ever played when it comes to, like, open-world experience.
0: Okay, okay, that's fair. I would say that it is definitely up there, maybe not the most in my opinion, but I don't know what other open-world games you've played.
1: Yeah, I feel like my collection of open-world experience is nowhere near as vast as yours.
0: Let's go. (laughs) I have less of a (laughs) life.
1: Again, interpreting here. If you want to interpret it that way, then so be it. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's my podcast. I'll do what I damn well
1: please. <laughs> right. This is your house.
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, technically, it's my apartment or it's owned by the company that's hired me, but
1: it's the dwelling so, that you're I mean, in. I
0: guess. <laughs> yeah. And funnily enough, or coincidentally enough, uh, though it's not going up at the time of this recording, we are recording it pretty much the day of or the day after. Rumors have just leaked. There might be a remake or remaster of Oblivion in the works. I didn't know this. Are you serious? Yeah, I just heard about this. So if you Google it right now, at uh, the time of this recording, those those rumors are hot off the presses.
1: I would play the shit out of that game.
0: All right. I mean, fair enough. So would I. Well, okay. If it's good, though. If it's good. <laughs> yes. If it's good, but because it's not Bethesda doing it. I can't remember what studio they said was doing it, but it's one of like the the lesser-known studios who's more of, like, a backup for other studios.
1: Hopefully it's not like the 343 Industries uh, thing that happened with Bungie and Halo going on.
0: Oh, funny you should mention that. So, the idea was, and this is coming from, I think, a former employee who has remained nameless for uh, their own protection, just in terms terms of legal stuff, I'm sure, Um, that they said it was going to be remade or remastered. They weren't sure at this point in... Unreal Engine 5, except they were going to let Bethesda's Gamebryo engine still handle the physics, so it would still play like the original Oblivion, but would in theory look better. Although, that's pretty much what they did with the Master Chief Collection when it first released. They let Unreal Engine handle the graphics, and then the other engine handled the gameplay. And we all know how how bad and how buggy the Master Chief Collection was at launch. It has improved drastically we might be seeing even more Bethesda-esque problems without Bethesda actually being directly involved. Concept. Oh, oh, don't get me started. (laughs) Okay, so uh, without further ado, Roman, was this your first time playing the game or have you played this game before?
1: I played this game a lot. Like, so freaking much. It was probably my most played game. Do you know how many hours you have in the game? Oh, probably easily 120 hours plus.
0: That's pretty good. I have no idea how many hours I have because I played it on my original Xbox and then, or sorry, Xbox 360, should specify. Uh, and I was going to play it on PC, but then I realized it doesn't have Steam achievements or achievements anywhere on the PC. So I'm like, I have so many other games that I have to play for the podcast or that I want to play in general. I'm like, I've played Oblivion. I would love to play it again with mods, but that's going to be a day far in, far in the future.
1: I feel like I would get a PC just to play (coughs) Oblivion with mods, because I love that game so much. There is a vibrant
0: modding community with a lot of interesting and sometimes not safe work ideas.
1: Something I always wanted to get but I never could get in the Xbox version of the game was the Imperial Palace Guard armor. Oh yeah, I forgot
0: that wasn't in the base game.
1: But there are mods I've seen where people have it, and I'm so jealous when I ever see them.
0: Man, there are mods for you to get a lightsaber in this game.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I've, I've I've actually seen like a dual wielder lightsaber mod on YouTube or something like that. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy what, especially like any Bethesda games,
0: studios game, you can, what you can do with it, what people have done.
1: Yeah, like Skyrim now has mods on the Xbox even.
0: Except I mean it's nowhere near the level you can get on PC.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> but it's not <enough> for me. <laughs> you
0: you say that now. We'll 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 get you converted.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, speaking of which, how many achievements does Oblivion have, both in the base game and in its DLC?
1: Sixty achievements overall, I believe.
0: Fair, fair. So to break that down, it is 50 for the base game and then 10 for the DLC.
1: Maybe. I'm not sure what the exact breakdown is. I just know what the I'm looking looking at it right now. Yeah, so you would know then. So I'll I'll take you at your word then. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I hope so. I am hosting. (laughs) Someone should know what they're doing here.
0: (laughs) Hopefully you (laughs) Oh Man, that's that's a tall order. (laughs) So, important question. Have you gone back to the
1: game since you... Uh, Got all achievements. I always go back to this game, dude It's like my comfort game, so to speak. Okay. If I'm like bored or just want to Reminisce or something. I'll just turn it on and play it for a few hours It's uh... okay. Now question is same character or different character? Uh, Usually I have like probably four I think five characters actually that I have on that game And I'll just kind of rotate through them whenever I feel like playing whether it be a wizard or a warrior or uh, archer or something like that whatever i feel like playing at the given point in time usually
0: it's a wizard okay i mean yeah knowing you i'm not surprised
1: yeah <laughs> classic wizard kelly yeah i i i think i made him for my first ever run through of the game but i never made him again okay. that was my very first xbox really? 360 really yeah he he came to huh. life on my very first xbox 360 for my first playthrough but then I kind of just abandoned him after I got further on in the game. I just made different characters and never went back to him. How dare you? I know.
0: <laughs> so I, another important question, not on the script. Roman, are you a racist? As in, have you, have you made the same race of character over and over again? Or have you finally decided to branch out?
1: Do I have a particular brand? Is that what you're asking me?
0: I mean, in different words, then, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know. I've made elves. I've made red guards. I've made imperials. So I guess I'm not racist.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. Did you just call different species, different people, and humanoid creatures brands? <laughs>
1: no,
0: Yo, what? I didn't. Yo, what? I didn't. Yo, what? <laughs> Hang on. Hold up. That's putting hold words up. in
1: my mouth a little bit.
0: No, no. You said. It, you said. Are you, are you asking if I have a brand when I ask if you play different races or species of creatures?
1: That is correct.
0: And that is effectively equating those different races or species
1: to brands.
0: Well, yeah. Like, I'm not asking if you're out here playing Louis Vuitton or Balenciaga.
1: You have to do some interpretation, but you can interpret it that way. Whether or not the intent was behind it or not is another question.
0: I'm, I'm also interpreting it as you avoid anything
1: Argonian or...
0: Or Khajiit
1: at this point, based on what you've told I made a Khajiit. I don't really like Argonian characters, but yeah, I made Khajiit.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Not a lizard guy. So you're not a scaly? No. But you are a furry. Yes. Furries all the way.
0: Wow, okay. Okay. This person is a furry ally.
1: In
0: (laughs) in terms of uh, someone's preferences regarding that sort of thing. (laughs) There you go. This podcast is now furry friend. I. I Sure. Why not? Provided it, you know, it's it's safer work stuff in the comments.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Getting getting back on track. Oh god. Uh, how long did it take you to finally get all the achievements? And was it all done over one character?
1: No. Uh, it was it was different characters and probably at least a hundred hours to get all of the achievements. Just because, like the way they work, is you have to do all the quests in the game to get the achievements, right? Yeah, So you essentially have to finish the game, in a sense, to get all the achievements.
0: You make it sound so hard.
1: Well, it's not hard, it's just long, honestly, if you're in it for the long haul. Fair. And also, if you're someone who's not like me, who likes doing all the flavor and listens to all the voice actors when they deliver dialogues, then it can go a lot faster as well. You mean all, like, six voice actors? There's a lot of voice actors in that game. Like, more than Skyrim.
0: Wasn't there? Okay, because, yeah, I remember Skyrim had, like, 12. But I couldn't remember how many Oblivion had.
1: I mean, numbers-wise, I could be wrong, but it just seems like there's a more diverse voice actor cast in Oblivion. Like, there's just more of them. (laughs) Because, like, the... They
0: definitely had better voice actors.
1: Yeah, like, the... Like, I'm pretty sure the character that you play in... Skyrim has the same voice whether he is like a Nord male or a Redguard male, or like a Dark Elf male, and same with the female races. It's it's like the same voice for like a male or female character regardless of the race. I'm pretty sure in Skyrim. Okay, so
0: you're gonna hate to hear this. Uh, You know how Skyrim had twelve voice actors. Uh, sure,
1: I'll take or it like word. I never, I never looked it up, but yeah, eight. sure.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was somewhere around that. I will have sources that's linked in the description of the video. Oblivion, looking at the website I'm looking at right
1: now, had eight. Interesting. Because you definitely don't get that feeling <laughs> when you play the game. No, no, I definitely... I feel like the voice actors were better
0: utilized and possibly of a higher quality in Oblivion than Skyrim, but that's just because I would agree with you. It didn't feel like there was only eight characters, whereas Skyrim... You heard the same generic vo- Nord voice everywhere you went.
1: Exactly. Whereas, like, in Oblivion, depending on what race you were playing, your voice was different for your own personal character.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. And did you. Uh, so, one thing I did want to shout out, which is really weird for Oblivion and kind of disappointing in a sense, is that there's no, like, challenges or nothing extra that you have to do to get all achievements. You literally just have to finish the quest line. So, it's kind of as cookie-cutter as cookie-cutter can be.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. Definitely agree. Which,
0: it just... I don't know, it kind of killed me when I found it out. <laughs> uh, did you use any sort of, like, guides to, to finish these quest lines, or did you just kind of wing it the whole time?
1: The only guide I used was um, during the main quest line when you're doing uh, the Mythic Dawn stuff. There's that one quest where you have to find the Shrine of Mehrun's Dagon um and you have to stand in this particular spot in the imperial city at the right time of day and i couldn't for the life of me figure it out just by following the quest prompts in the game so i did have to google that and that was the only guide i ever used
0: uh okay so what were the hardest and easiest achievements for you personally along your journey
1: i think the hardest was the champion of cyrodiil achievement just because it took a long time to get because you have to do the main storyline entirely to get it and it's a lot of like closing oblivion gates and there's just a lot of quests involved before you get that achievement. Mm -hmm. That's totally
0: fair.
1: And I think the easiest by far is the very first achievement anybody will get when they play this game which is escape the imperial sewers because like there's no way you can't get that achievement like everybody gets it literally.
0: (laughs) I mean with console commands you could.
1: I guess, but who's going to do that?
0: <laughs> You'd be surprised. Like, the number of people who just decide to break the game or they like they want to try to get that achievement last is kind of insane.
1: I'll take your word for it. And <laughs> I'm not uh, well-versed in the communities, so... Uh, challenge
0: communities and, like, achievement communities are, are wild, man, when you, when you really look into them.
1: Interesting.
0: Okay, okay, I mean... Those both have very fair reasons, and there's it's hard to get a lot of diversity uh, with some of these questions around a game, like Oblivion specifically, because of how how vanilla and baseline it is. Okay. So, how about, how about, okay, outside of those, what were the
1: most and least fun for you to get? The most fun by far was the Archmage of the Mages Guild achievement, just because I love wizards and it's a great title, you know, hey, guess what, I'm the Archmage, guys. Gotta do what I say, Mister Apprentice. You know, It's just something nice to have as a title. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's uh, the least fun. Also, with the sorry, just with the other question, the Archmage was fun too because to get it, you have to verse, you have to like progress through all of the Mage's Guild quest line, which obviously I love because it's wizard shit. So, <laughs> but the for the least fun i would say it was probably uh, the champion of the arena achievement which is probably going to be controversial with you um, but i really didn't like that whole quest line
0: listen 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 i am full on like an arena stan i love the arena
1: here we go probably
0: more than the fighters guild <laughs> didn't you say last time when we reported this first time that the mage guild was not your favorite
1: no that was that's always been my favorite what are you tripping man
0: I need to go, if I had your audio, I could, I could confirm. Aha, but you don't. <laughs> True. Uh, okay, okay. So why do you hate the arena so much? Why are you so blind?
1: I just thought it was a lot of the same thing over and over again. You, you know, like you go out there, you kill somebody, you come back in, you get a reward. And it's the same thing over and over again.
0: The Mage's Guild is just whose ass do I need to kiss to get a recommendation
1: letter? Well, for the very beginning, yeah, but like once you get past the recommendation stage, the quests do get varied and interesting.
0: Which is like three quarters of the way through. Uh, I
1: don't know if it's three quarters of the way. I feel like it's less than that. Not to mention, you
0: get the best, and I do mean the best ever written character in all of the Elder Scrolls franchise. By doing the arena. The adoring fan. I hate that guy
1: so much. That's probably also <laughs> why I don't like that quest line now that I think of it. But he's so fun to murder. He is Because he keeps coming back and then you can kill him again. The most annoying follower. Like you're trying to sneak in a dungeon. He's in there with his f- torch just giving you away. <laughs> just hanging he's, out.
0: They can't see him. They don't care.
1: It's the most annoying thing.
0: <laughs> he's the best. He's the best ever written character. I love him because I love to murder him in just more and more grotesque ways.
1: Fair. I mean, I definitely murdered him a few times, but I still thought, found him to be very very annoying.
0: Not to mention, don't you just find it so gratifying, so satisfying that you have someone who can like who will constantly tell you they're proud of you?
1: My OG. Constantly
0: remind you that you have achieved something.
1: Nah, my best friend in that game was Mazoga the Orc.
0: Okay, is not bad. She's she's a little grating at times.
1: Because she also loved the s*** out of you, but was also a great fighter.
0: Okay, the the adoring fan would be a great Michu.
1: <laughs> Literally, just <laughs> runs that's, that's away. That's mostly
0: how I used him anyway. <laughs>
1: it's like one hit and he's unconscious. Dead. Bam.
0: Yeah. Then he comes back later. I get to watch him die to countless creatures. It's so much fun.
1: I feel like there could be a lot of like really dark metaphors we could make out of the adoring fan for real-life applications.
0: Yeah, let's let's not. I'll save that for another podcast. <laughs> okay, so what was the rarest achievement on the list?
1: Uh, rarest achievement that I saw on the Xbox achievement list was the duke I of me and the know. Shivering Isles.
0: Okay, why is, uh, why is that?
1: I'm not really sure why, but it was the lowest percentage of gamers that unlocked it that I could see out of all the achievements listed. I'm just guessing because it was DLC content.
0: Okay, so, which is weird, because I just googled Hardest Achievement in Oblivion, and it's saying Oblivion Walker, which I don't remember being in the game.
1: Yeah, hardest or rarest, because your question is rarest. Oh,
0: sorry, sorry, no, I I googled, sorry, I googled rarest.
1: Which, Oblivion Walker, I don't even know if if I saw that when I was looking. It's saying,
0: hang on, hang on. It's saying you have to collect 15 Daedric artifacts. I feel like that's is not a thing. <laughs> no, I feel like that's not a thing.
1: <laughs> because, like, that would actually be, like, a regular, like, achievement, which would be out of character for Oblivion.
0: <laughs> yeah, hang on, I'm just going through the list right now to see if I can find it. and I'm not seeing it yet. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing it, so I don't know what Google is talking about.
1: Are you trying to gaslight me, bro? I, listen, I'll
0: leave the Google link in the description down below as well as the true achievements list of all of the Xbox achievements because I don't know what this thing is supposed to be.
1: Interesting. Fake news. Fake news. Oh, hang on. This might be... hang on. What?
0: Oh, no. This is a Skyrim achievement. That's why. I, I literally googled what is the hardest achievement in Oblivion and it gave me a Skyrim achievement.
1: I'm seeing here, uh, actually, that Duke of Dementia, only 8.07% of gamers unlocked that achievement. Okay. Okay. I think that's... Oh, yeah, see, Duke of Mania is 8.01% of gamers unlocked this. So, I'm guessing, yeah, it is the Duke of Mania, then.
0: Yeah. Also, I swear, if I have to read the word REACHED, one more time, I'm gonna lose my mind. Because, okay, again, this this list will be linked to the description down below. Every every achievement either says joined, because you joined it for the first time, or reached. There are like maybe, maybe four to five achievements that say something else, because it's like, oh, you slayed this person, you defeated this guy. But everything else is reached this rank, reach this rank. Reached that I should have just titled this episode, you Reached This Rank.
1: That is not fake news, that is legit.
0: Oh my god, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> okay, how about this? What is the most memorable achievement for you and what made such an impression?
1: Oh, probably, oh. probably when I became the listener of the Dark Brotherhood.
0: Okay. Why is
1: that? Well, just because to get there, there's a lot of trauma involved. You know, like, you murder a lot of people, your guy, uh, Lucius, sorry, Lucian Lachance gets murdered in front of your eyes. He was my favorite, you know, you have to murder all your brothers.
0: But he wasn't part of the Mage's Guild. Pardon me? He wasn't part of the Mage's Guild?
1: No, Dark-
0: How could he be your favorite if he wasn't part of the Mage's
1: Guild? He's my favorite in the Dark Brotherhood questline, bro. Alright, alright. He's your he's he's your guy. He's the guy who brings you into the fold, into the family, and then he gets murdered.
0: Yeah, but he was gonna kill you.
1: Yeah, I mean listen, I might have Stockholm syndrome, but I warmed up to him real good, no matter what. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened with me and the Eudoric fan. Maybe. <laughs>
0: but yeah. He just kidnaps me and just convinces me like you will let me love you.
1: I just felt this odd attachment to him for whatever reason. And then I was quite uh, distraught when he was murdered. And not even like, like it was, the way he was murdered was also awful because he died needlessly, you know?
0: I mean, yeah, fair. Fair. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Unexpected, but fair. So is there an achievement you would remove from the game? Why?
1: Yeah, I'd remove that, um, the very first achievement you ever get in the game, the Escape the Imperial City Sewer, because it requires literally no effort to get.
0: Okay, so what do you think? Would you replace it? Like, would you have a different achievement that everyone should get as their first one? Or do you think just remove it and then leave it removed and see what people get first?
1: I think the second approach would be more fun, just see what people get first as they naturally play it.
0: Okay, interesting. Okay, all right, all right. You might have to redesign the game a little bit, just because I'm sure people are naturally drawn towards one thing or the other, um, just because that's the way the game has to be designed to give the player a sense of direction, but okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay. card. So is there an action or way of playing that uh, there should be an official achievement for? Like, is there something you can do that there's no achievement for you? Like, this needs something.
1: Mm Hmm... I don't know, it's kind of tough because the way the game is structured is just so quest-driven, so it's like, what's something unique that a playstyle could accommodate a nice achievement for? I don't know. Maybe... uh, That's fair. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe if you were a super law-abiding citizen and managed to steal no grapes at all or anything like that, maybe you could get an (laughs) achievement for never having a bounty on your head. I don't know. (laughs) Okay,
0: but then how far into the game would you have to be without
1: that bounty? I feel like you'd probably have to finish the main quest line, I would say.
0: Okay, sure. Okay, and then you could maybe have another achievement. Yeah, that's that's his antithesis. Finish the main quest line with like, I don't know, a hundred thousand gold bounty.
1: Yeah, something like that for sure. That'd be interesting. At least more so okay. than the current achievement scheme.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Alright ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond, we have reached the halfway point of the episode, so it's a quick reminder to like, comment, subscribe, the typical YouTube stuff. Uh, If you found this podcast on one of the podcast platforms, please check out my YouTube channel in the description down below. If you found it on YouTube, uh, if you want this podcast on the go, I'm also on most of the major podcast platforms, links for those will be in the description down below. And yeah, you know, check out the other series, The Art Table, uh, some more videos that I should hopefully have coming out in the next few months, but... You know, fingers crossed, we'll see how my time plays out. With that, let's get back to the episode. Okay, so Roman, important question. Are you able to softlock yourself out of any achievements? Is there anything you can do to say you can no longer progress in the game or in these achievements?
1: Uh, if I understand softlock correctly, then yes. There's There's the Thieves Guild quest line where if you... Accrue too much uh, fenced materials in one sitting, then you won't be able to progress anymore in the storyline because it glitches.
0: Oh, fun!
1: Yeah, it's that's actually really annoying. Like if you, I did it to myself. Like I, the first time I fenced something, I just was like, I'm just gonna do a bunch of fencing right now just to get out of the way, and hopefully it just translates into me being able to always contact the gray fox. But it didn't happen yeah. that way. I, I probably fenced like four grand worth of gold which satisfied all oh the God. all the milestone requirements. I thought I was being genius. And then I was yeah. waiting for the messenger to come and they just never showed up. And I looked up huh. the the issue and apparently it's a common thing that you can do with, uh, with the Xbox version, at least.
0: Do they know what the threshold is that you would have to fence for it to break?
1: No, but they just recommended that you only fence the amount you have to and nothing too far above it each time you have to contact the Great Fox.
0: I mean that makes sense. Kind of keep it close to the chest. Oh, huh. because yeah, I remember.
1: Uh, I literally had to go back and like restart a previous save from like way long ago just to finish the the storyline. I had to go way far back in my saves. It was really annoying. Oof.
0: Yeah, because I remember when I was playing Kingdoms of re Reckoning, uh, episode twelve, by the way. Um, there's a main quest line like. I was 40 hours in because I would progress the main story. I'd progress all the side quests and all the guilds. And because I'd played the game before, I knew what to do for this quest line. you to destroy these three red crystals. The problem comes in that if you destroy the three red crystals before you get told to destroy them, they don't respawn. And therefore, you cannot finish the game.
1: Yeah, damn.
0: So that's why this question exists. Because it's interesting to me, especially when older games... Uh, just how badly you can soft lock yourself.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. That should never yeah, be a yeah, thing. I, mean,
0: I did a little bit of the Bioshock uh, remastered the other day, and I, I was looking at the achievements and stuff, and one of the warnings was, you don't want to play for more than, like, one hour in a sitting, or at least one hour before shutting the game down and restarting it, because if you play for more than an hour on, like, your autosave or save file in one sitting, or at least in with what the game thinks is one sitting... It just crashes. Like you can't load up that save file.
1: That's whack.
0: It's like you want to play for like 45 minutes, save, shut the game down, restart the game, and then you can play for another 45.
1: Man, that's way too much work to enjoy a game. Yeah. So
0: we'll we'll see if I continue on with it if it becomes an episode in the future, which it might. You'll know what I did. Okay.
1: (laughs) I'll be waiting. You're gonna
0: be waiting a while. So, how many times do you need to play Oblivion to get all achievements?
1: Uh, well, however long, however much you need to like play it. It, once or twice, is it. Yeah, it's definitely more than once, and I probably say more okay. than ten times, just because you have to do all the quests to get all the achievements, right? And that can take quite a while. Yeah, but you can do that in one place. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, if you're see, most most people aren't like you. They don't just
0: roleplay as like one the the leader of one guild people are like me where they do all the side quests they get all the guilds and then they finish the main story
1: yeah i was gonna say if, if you're not like me where you like to make specific characters for each quest line then yes one playthrough would suffice i suppose dude just play dungeons and dragons
0: it's much more suited to that like like rp friendly type of gameplay
1: I just never found the right crowd to play with, honestly.
0: I mean, that's fair. It can be, it can be hard to find a good group. But again, it's much more friendly than that RP, uh, very, like, specific style that you're going for. Other than, yeah, because, I mean, even Bethesda knew people were going to do that, so they designed each quest, or each guild, rather, to just give you money when you finished it.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: So, like, it's not designed for you to only do one and then give you all this, like really cool content now that you're leader of the guild. It's just like, oh, here's some money every week, we'll we'll handle everything from here. That's true. Like you become so good that you're now not wanted or arguably
1: less useful. Yeah, you're just this nice little figurehead. The only bonus you get is like followers out of the guild. Mm-hmm. And even then, like some of them
0: some of them are not worth it.
1: No. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So uh Does the game reward you for getting all achievements at least? If you're a completionist and you like finishing all the quests, yeah, it'll reward you in that sense. But if you were looking to get a challenge out of doing the achievements, then no, it's not going to reward you. Is there
0: any form of in-game rewards? Like is there additional armor or additional weapons you get or anything like
1: that? There is um, for for the main quest line, you do get a nice set of Imperial Dragon Armor. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty cool. No,
0: but I mean, like, is there anything when the game, like, recognizes or acknowledges you've gotten all achievements?
1: No. Nothing at all.
0: Do the achievements feel rewarding,
1: at the very least? Uh, To me, they did, because I was like, oh, sweet, I finished all the quests, you know? Mm -hmm. But if if that's not your cup of tea, then no, you're gonna feel very left out of the achievement-rewarding system.
0: Okay. Okay, I mean, that's that's fair. That's fair, okay. Do you feel like the devs cared about the achievements?
1: Honestly, it feels like they were just like, you know what? Uh, sure, that works. We'll do it quest line driven It seems like it was kind of an afterthought, you know? They didn't really put too much effort into designing unique and challenging achievements. It was just... Yeah, we'll just make it like this because it's easy, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that is... That is fair. Yeah, I would agree.
1: They, I don't know. It, it feels so lazy. Exactly. It's lazy. That's exactly what it is. They're like, ah, eh, can't be bothered. Sure, this works.
0: <laughs> uh, does the game require you to get 100%? Like, get all the collectibles, find all the things? No. Okay, What is? what are you allowed to miss out?
1: Like, what do you mean?
0: Like, do you have to get every weapon or get every piece of armor or... Um, do every single
1: side quest. No, like there's no achievements at all for like side quests or anything like that. Okay. Basically, okay. if you do all the main quests, you're gonna get all the achievements.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's okay, okay. Does, do the achievements feel unique in the genre?
1: No, because I feel like questing is a big part of RPGs, right? Mm-hmm. So them having a quest-driven achievement system seems pretty on brand. For an RPG,
0: yeah, absolutely. But most RPGs also have achievements for, like, oh, you killed this one uh, big bad, or you defeated like this one optional super boss, or like the ultimate evil. That's it, a- and then it's like, yeah, you know.
1: yeah, on the flip side, that's a good point. So then it actually is, I guess, unique from that standpoint.
0: So unique, but not in a good way, yeah, it's a bad unique, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh actually, does Oblivion have any kind of like super bosses or like anything that it could serve to add more achievements in?
1: I think the only thing that is even close to that would be Umbra. Okay. And how do you fight this character? Well my fir-
0: I swear to god, if you say with a sword, I'm gonna lose it.
1: My first run through, I ran into Umbra at like level eight or ten. And that strikes me as pretty low. Yeah, you really shouldn't be fighting Umbra at all until you're at least, like, level 15. And even then, it can be a little tough, just because she... I think her base skills are all expert level. Oh! Um, and so she's, like, doing her backwards power attacks and knocking you off your ass. She's, like, running a million miles an hour in a full suit of heavy armor. So... and, And she hits hard, like, she pretty much always staggers you every time, even if you block. So you really shouldn't be doing that if you're not the right level, but I did because I didn't know any better. And so I tried to kill her a few times at my like level 10 level and died every time. I probably tried like at least 15 times to do it myself. And then oh, I finally, wow. finally was like, hey, it's not going to happen, but I really want to get her armor because it looks cool. And I know if I kill her, I get to have her armor. So what I ended up doing was... I drank, I stole some potions from the Imperial City that boosted your speed stat. I brought them with me, yeah, I brought them with me to, um, Vilverin. No, not Vilverin. Uh, I forget the ruin she's in. Bindacel, maybe? Anyways. I went to the ruin that she resides in, and I punched her in the face and ran, and drank those potions so I could run fast enough before she could kill me. And I let her chase me... All the way to the Imperial City, which is a pretty long ways away from where she is. Yeah. And then I entered the Imperial City, and then a battle royale ensued, because all of the Imperial Watch began attacking her.
0: Yeah. So then
1: there was like 10 guards fighting her. She killed them all, because they were also around my level, because they level up with you, those guards. Mm-hmm. It probably took about 15 or, or 20 guards to actually end up killing her. Um, but it was great for me because I got all this awesome loot from the guards and from Umbra.
0: So you just pulled a two-world speedrun. Uh, I don't know what that is, but okay. So do you know the game Two Worlds? It was a similar uh, quote open-world RPG that came out, I think, like the year after Oblivion. I've I heard was of it, but to never be, quote Oblivion Killer.
1: Yeah, I've never played it, but I've heard of it for sure.
0: Yeah. So there was a strategy in that game because I've been watching videos on it. Like, where you would attack the final boss like near the beginning of the game. And then you would just have him in an AOE hit some villagers because the villagers were immortal. And then all the villagers would go and kill him Uh, and attack him. And like they would keep getting up when
1: he would kill them until he just died. You know what, honestly, like speaking about that, the only reason why she pretty much ends up dying in the Imperial city is because one of those watch captains comes by who's unkillable. So they just keep getting back up, and then they end, they end up killing her, eventually. Okay.
0: Okay, interesting. You could even say, we you know what, I think we should name this hypothetical achievement is this two worlds? That would be an awesome
1: achievement. <laughs> it would actually take some effort, and it's fun. Uh,
0: it doesn't take e- I mean, okay, it does take effort, but it doesn't take like the right kind of effort, though.
1: No, but I mean, it is pretty fun watching her slaughter dozens of Imperial Watch As you just sit by, (laughs) just sit back and enjoy your soda while you watch her kill all these guards. (laughs) That's pretty funny.
0: (laughs) Or maybe we could call the achievement The
1: Coward's Way Out. (laughs) That would probably be more suiting. It's also great because as you're sitting there watching her, these guards are yelling and I just love the voice actor for those guards. They're yelling other little mm-hmm. sayings at her, like, Oh, you, you'll never get away with this, or You'll never take me down. Bam. Killed instantly, as soon as he says that. It's the funniest thing yeah. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay. Okay, so you feel
0: is there? Are there any other bosses or, like, things that should have an achievement tied to them?
1: Mm, maybe uh, Jigalag in the Shivering Isles. He's, he's a boss sort of character. <clears throat> uh, but really, outside that, oh, I guess... Well no, because you don't really fight Mayron's Dagon either. Martin fights him for you. So yeah, I guess that's probably it, in my opinion. Okay. Huh.
0: That's not as less than I was hoping for. Yeah. Man, that's that's kinda of depressing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it definitely can be if that's what you're looking for in a game. But honestly <laughs> the magic for this game was just the creativity you could pour into it. Like describing what I did with Umbra. <laughs> That's something you wouldn't be able to do if the world was not so open as it was.
0: Okay, so you you also said uh, use the guide for the Mythic Dawn quest. Would you recommend other players use a similar guide or just try to, like, is it something that would be really obtuse to try and figure out, or is it something that, like, if you take a minute, take a step
1: back, you can, you can do it? I think it's hard, honestly. I think that's probably the hardest quest in the game because, like, as I said earlier, the quest prompts aren't that helpful. Like, even if you were to sit there and think about it, it's... Because it doesn't tell you where to go is the problem. It just says, in the Imperial City, I need to look for this thing. But then it's like, okay, hey, but there's no describing attributes that it gives you in the quest prompt to find it properly. So you're just wandering around the Imperial City, hoping you find it at the right time of day. It can be really tough. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that does sound annoying.
1: Because there's no quest markers okay. either for it. So it's like, oh, I guess I'm just... I hope I find it, <laughs> before it's too late.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. So, have you, has this changed the way you look at the game? Like, the achievements, you mean? Yeah, like, has getting all achievements changed the way you look at Oblivion, as, just as a whole, as a product?
1: No, because I've never actually, honestly, played games for the achievements. I've never re- even really cared all too much about achievements in general. I just play the game because it's fun, because and... of the storyline, because the quests are good, you know? Yeah. So, what made you
0: decide to get the achievements for this woman?
1: Well, I think it was just an inevitable by, sorry, an inevitable byproduct of a person who plays the game so much, because you okay. get them as you do the quests, right? Hmm. I mean, that's fair.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, last one, and arguably the most important question. Would you recommend other people go for this? Go for all achievements in this game? And, you know, is there a specific type of player that might enjoy it? Or is there a specific type of player that might
1: really want to steer clear of it? I would say that you shouldn't play this game with the goal of unlocking all the achievements. I think you should play this game because you enjoy it, and the achievements will come naturally if you play the game a lot.
0: Okay. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Well... Thank you, Roman, so much for being here. It's been a lot of fun having you, despite it being months of broken communication.
1: Yeah, no worries. It was good to finally make this happen. Uh, yeah. It's, it's always good to talk about this game, because I love the shit out of it, so. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not going
0: anywhere anytime soon, I'm sure. No. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between Beyond, thank you so much for being here. This is the first episode I've recorded in a long time. Um, uh, you will be hearing episode 15 coming out in August, but that was recorded, I think, back in, oh god, the end of April, maybe early May? Like, it has been a while, so I'm a little rusty, uh, but I could not have asked for a better guest to kind of shake off that rust get back into the swing of things with. Uh, so I will make sure, cross my heart and hope to die, that, you know, I do have episodes of the Art Table and the podcast coming out every month for the rest of the year. Uh, Art Table on the 14th, podcast on the 24th make sure you stick around for those if you stuck around here this long thank you so much for listening uh to my stupid voice roman soothing voice and hopefully i can have him on the podcast at a later date with that being said thank you once again so much for watching and for listening see you in the next one bye, bye.